0: Previously on Chronicles of Starlight. I know this may seem, um, a little weird, but, um, can I, can I, um, work on this belt of yours? Whatever this is, it holds a great weight of destiny on it. So do you.
1: Ooh-woo. I can physically make the Oowoo face I'm a cat. <laughs>
2: So, so you were saying about how things work around here. What do you mean? When you do a good thing and you do it from the bottom of your heart
0: and the other person, like, really needed it, uh, that that, that's a, that gratitude sort of comes back to you in the form of a magic.
2: It just means if you need something, you're going to get it. Aha. Uh-huh. So, so if I need something really bad, that need... That emotional need is what pays for it, whereas if it was just something that I wanted, I would have to give something more. Is that what you mean? Yeah,
3: quite. You got it.
0: Like I was saying before, um, finish up whatever shopping that you wanted to do, any armor upgrade stuff that you wanted to do. I remember Foxfire, you were going like, hey, uh, fire, I, I like being on fire, so maybe fire resistance. How about that? Maybe you get a fireman suit.
1: Wow. Okay. I you, do that.
0: You do that. You, do, do you want to, like, go through it? Or do you just, like, uh, beep beep... Put this in the, like, the fucking magic vending machine. (laughs) Get get on with the plot. Move, moving along.
1: I mean, beep, beep, magic vending machine.
0: (laughs) Okay. Uh, yeah, You, you can purchase some, uh, vestments of fire resistance, and they're like, yeah, this boy needs some fire resistance. We, we, we can tell he's, um, eager to, um incendiary <laughs> he's born to burst uh a
1: <laughs> <Yes. laughs>
0: little flammable boy,
1: bomb, <laughs> but
0: that's you, oh <sighs> in that case, it's getting a little dark, uh, getting close to play time for um community play not 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 play time as in you're gonna goof off. But you could if you wanted to. It's your choice. Do whatever you want. Yeah, I guess I'll watch the play.
1: <laughs> I watched that play.
0: Uh, also, I guess I haven't said it on the podcast. Um, I am sick. So my voice is gonna sound a little... <laughs> <coughs> <coughs> so that was a real cough. Oh, oh Be
3: God.
2: careful. <laughs> oh,
3: Jesus.
0: <laughs> ah! <laughs> Fat. Oh jeez. do uh, does that sound better now? Like a little. <laughs> oh man, I'm good. I'm good. I'm recovering. It's all it's all cool beans here, boys. Um, you guys go to the play. If I remember correctly, it's been a month, and it was in an outdoor amphitheater. And yes. <clears throat> there's not a lot of people watching it. Uh, just a bunch of um parents and um some of the just like local i don't know like people just like walk by take a look and then like move on it's very chill people are passing out snacks and getting all comfy on little picnic uh blankets and whatnot it's starting to get dark um as soon as um whatever fucking sun is in the sky it's not it doesn't fucking look like a real sun uh it, it, it peaks below the horizon uh, night falls over the land, and the play lights, stage lights, uh, turn on and they show the play,
3: um, <clears throat>
0: it depicts a scene, I'm, 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 I'm gonna, like, give you a brief overview of the entire play because I, I'm not gonna write an entire fucking play, uh, because honestly it, it'd it be pretty boring. <laughs> it's a lot of history that's not going to come up ever again and the scene before you is just like their creation mythos uh basically it was it's just completely dark and then red figures start appearing and they start congealing together and then turning into the gigantic papier-mâché uh mass that you made that was supposed to be they're it. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> ah! I'm okay. I'm fine. Don't mind me. And it goes on with like, you know, how the creation of life and, you know, the meaning of life and all that fun jazz. And it goes on to, um. Excuse me for a second. Sorry. And it depicts a figure. A really strange figure. You you notice that, like, the, um... The art style of, you know, how the fucking... They're fucking kids, and they're making these fucking, uh... Paper machine, cardboard, cutout-looking things. But, uh, this one in particular... It, maybe it's just not their art style that's making it look weird. Maybe it's just, like, that's how it's supposed to be. And they're like,
3: and and this is... Rose Rainbow. Rose Rainbow took her magic staff and she created the rivers and the sky and the rainbows and the stars and the sun.
0: (coughs) Maybe the kid's sick too. (coughs) Maybe everyone's just sick.
3: (coughs) Oh, this is bad.
0: Oh. Ow. I'll be fine. Um... Maybe I should. Maybe I should do like voices that don't require me to, like,
2: hurt
3: yourself, <laughs> hurt myself. And Rose Rainbow, she gave us these very important words that we that we live our daily lives through. That we must be kind to each other; otherwise, uh, we we won't be able to. Get our work done.
0: And then one of the older kids walks out, um, and they move on to more historical things instead of just way past creation mythos sort of stuff. Um, a little bit of flash forward. Apparently, in their past, there was a conflict with, um, some, like, amorphous darkness, um... And they required the help of an outside force in order to take it down. And, and, uh... Not only does a sickness fuck with my throat, it fucks with my big brain boop. foo <laughs> Okay. <laughs> it's fine. One of the kids goes on to saying, And Rose Rainbow gave us a prophecy. Two pure lights in one hour. One like starlight. One of dark power. The hero will be known. Not of this world of dying stone. And find where your alliances lie. For in kindness we live, and in distrust we die. An immortal strike, a grave rend, marks the beginning of the end. <clears throat> and he takes out, like, fucking, like, plastic-ass-looking sword, and, uh, hands it to some, like, some strange humanoid cutout, cardboard cutout, and he recites the line from what fucking month ago that we said, like here, here you go, hero. Here, here's the magic sword thing to defeat the darkness. And they uh, depict the cardboard cutout thing just smacking into the garbage bag. They they just kind of like fall on each other, and 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 the kids just kind of scoot them away. And all the parents clap.
3: (laughs) And now we will live our lives by teaching each other with with friendship and kindness. And 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 with our friendship, we will be able to defeat any any evil. That will that will that will strike this land and try to uh tear tear us apart. And thank you for coming to the play. And and they all come out and all the parents are
0: cheering and getting up and getting their kids off the stage and the kids st- and the kids are bowing and they're like, yay! I want to go home. I want to eat some chicken nuggets. You know, you know how it'd be. I want want
1: popcorn. I don't have enough money for chicken nuggets.
2: I, uh, clap. And I also, like, lean over to whoever's sitting next to me. Hopefully it is, uh, or Foxfire. I'm like, gee, that that middle part with the darkness stuff was kind of fucked up, don't you think?
4: Yeah. It was, uh, sure was something. I I don't even know if it was actually suitable for
0: kids to play it
2: at? Yeah.
0: What was that? I don't either. Is your cat trying to play on your computer?
2: Oh, yeah, he just leapt up and is trying to bite my foot. Stop.
0: That's a good boy. Stop. Afterwards, a um, a familiar guy comes, walks up to you guys, and he's like, hey, um, you're, you're the three I helped out earlier today, right? Um, who, who was it that Foxfire. It was Foxfire. Um, he actually walks up to Foxfire. Meowdy. (laughs) Because you're a cat. Oh. (laughs) Meowdy. (laughs) Um, excuse me, um, Foxglove, was it? Yeehaw. Yes, yeehaw to you as well. Um, I, I, um, I took a better look at the artifact that you gave me, uh, And, while I requested some help from someone who knew more about it, and, well, I suppose word got a little bit out, um, and Rose Rainbow would like an audience with you. And
2: your companions.
1: Alright, guys, come on. The gods want to talk to us? again.
2: Really? Oh, okay. Uh, is there anything we need to, like, do to prepare to talk to Rose? Oh,
0: she's, uh, oh, she's very uh, accommodating to, um, our, you know, you know, little tiny magicness and whatnot. She's not, she's not as scary as she seems, I, I assure you.
2: Uh, okay, uh, if you insist. Um, I guess there's not a lot of preparing we need to do, so. Not really, no. Um, I guess I just ask, huh, does she want to see us, like, right now, or?
0: Yes, as soon as possible. That was their okay.
2: Uh Are you guys ready?
1: Yeah, sure. You guys ready to meet God? I <laughs> guess as ready as we're gonna be. I mean, we already met is, so time for another God. Yeehaw.
0: Yeehaw, boys. Yeehaw.
1: Yeehaw, indeed.
0: Alright. So, he, um, motions you guys over to a carriage. Um... It looks like it's just a fun little carriage. There's no little horses in front or whatever. It, it seems to be completely um, movable on its own. It's got its own little parts, it's like a car, but it's not got like an engine on it. It's a fucking it's a fucking magical carriage, and it's cute and fancy.
2: Made out of a pumpkin? N-
0: no, but it's got like little um fucking well, the curtains. They got little curtains on it, little lace curtains. Okay. Is your cat still trying to eat your toes? No, that's
2: Chris. Chris, are you trying to eat her toes? Vivian wants you to stop eating my toes while we're recording.
1: I wasn't eating anyone's toes. I was setting up my new miniature.
0: (laughs) Sorry about that. Yeah, you could probably wait on that, because if it's going to be too loud, it's going to be recorded.
2: Yeah, okay, hold on.
0: How does most feel about meeting God?
2: <laughs> well, uh, I mean,
4: we've already had, like, quite some like, encounters, I guess. I mean, I'm not really, really, uh, surprised by anything anymore.
0: <laughs> yeah, that
2: sounds about right. Alright. <sighs> I would say Abby's probably a little less, uh, Surprised about meeting a god because considering her dad, she's probably met one before or at least heard of them or heard of someone being close contact with one. High five in Jesus. Maybe not Jesus. Having drinks with Buddha.
0: Wait, Buddha doesn't drink. (laughs) More like Satan. Yeah, Satan's close enough. It's fine. So you guys are in this beautiful, cute little carriage. Um. The, uh, magical artisan guy, he's coming with you guys. Um, he, just to remind you guys, he is like, um, a, a tuatara, who's like, kinda orange, kinda yellow, got a funky little pattern on. <clears throat> I don't know if he introduced himself before, um, but he is, his, his name is Pumpkin Pie Tiger Eye, and he's got a little tiger eye gem in the middle of his forehead. I think I kinda remember that. Yeah. And he takes out that um that bookbinding artifact that you guys have had with you, and he continues to tinker with it.
2: Oh yeah, we did hand that off to him. Hmm. I I out of curiosity, uh, while we are in the carriage, I kind of turned to him and is like, So, did you find anything interesting about our uh artifact? Oh oh yes. Uh,
0: yes, there's quite a lot interesting about it. It's got magic that I don't really comprehend, though I get the concepts around it, so I'm able to work with it. It's... (sighs) Uh, To be frank, it's just quite not of this world, and whenever anyone says anything like that, it begins to raise suspicion, so... Try to keep that on the down. Um, Don't try to make a big deal out of it. It's not really a... People get nervous. Nah, I get ya. It's, um, it, it's like a, pr- a weird protection sort of spell? Like, that's the best way I can describe it. It's like, uh, it both protects it- itself, whatever's in it, but it's also, it's not like, it's not like an abduration spell like, that it's supposed to be in, in the classification under, you
2: know? A protection a- spell that's not an abjuration spell, that's odd. It, it,
3: it functions... It functions sort of like...
0: Oh, what is that school of magic that that works under?
2: As I Google it up. Hold on, let me check my magic encyclopedia. Then Hold on, let me check my big brain
0: attitude. Uh... Okay, okay, sorry. It, yeah, it works more like. Like, um. Like the gate spell, but it really doesn't in its own way. It's. It it functions more like conjuration? Hmm. It's hard to describe how it's utilizing it. It's. Ugh. I'll have to study it more, but, um. I. 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 I I am going to have to ask Rose Rainbow for help on this. It's, um, a bit beyond me. Ah, no worries. And you guys, you're flying over, um, like a, it'd be night at this point, so you're flying over a big night sky, um, a big reflective orb in the sky made to look like a moon is just hanging overhead, reflecting off a pale blue light. Making everything look very
3: uh, oh this is this, this this really this,
0: foreboding? Not foreboding, but you know that scene in Aladdin where they're they're
2: on the carpet ride. Oh yeah, and it's like colored, and they're trying to get away from the lava wave. Yeah, I gotcha. But no, not the lava wave. The the, the one where like I can sh-
0: I can show you the world. Oh,
2: a whole new world. Okay, sorry, yeah. I thought you were talking about the the lighting effects they use in the chase scene. Okay.
0: No, no, no. It it looks all like, um, like a dark deep ocean with, uh, rising waves of, um, pale sky blues and little tiny, tiny lights in the sky that kind of look like stars, but you can tell that they're not stars. You, at least you guys can tell that they're not stars.
2: (laughs) So, if they're not stars, what are they? Just magic balls of light? They seem to twinkle
0: in patterns, and that's how you noticed, like, pretty much immediately that they're not stars. They almost look like they're, um, like, cutouts off of a sheet of paper. They're just, like, pinholes in the sky.
2: Oh, okay. So it's like if the sky was a globe and someone had just poked holes in it and shown a light behind it.
0: Yeah. That's kind of fuck. It's a little fucky. But it does have, like, a quaint, like, paper crafty and, uh, like, homeliness to it. Like, something that like you see straight off Vetsy. Yeah. And eventually, you get a better look at the castle. It looks like it's a gigantic piece of, um, a gigantic piece of crystal, but it's got, like, that weird, um, iridescent sheen on it that they put on some... You know, like that plastic sheet that they put on some plastic crystals that make it look like iridescent from like the from like the green to the pink sort of thing. Yeah, basically for the most part it is a white crystal, but it does shine with the it is shiny and a little bit iridescent. Fancy castle. <clears throat> what I was thinking in my head was this art installation that I don't remember I I didn't even link it or whatever. It's um it's like an arch, like a crystal and a chandelier, but it's coated in like a very iridescent, thin piece of plastic. So it looks like, um, like a rainbow. Yes, this is, this is what I'm talking about. This is more like what I'm talking about. Oh, goddammit, it's on Pinterest. I can't fucking... <laughs> they all on Pinterest!
2: Fuck you, Pinterest.
0: I just, I just... No, eat my ass. I want to show you these When you things. said
2: art exhibit, the first thing that came in my mind was the vine with the person. It's like, oh, look, they got a ramen noodle exhibit.
0: Yeah. yeah, I, yeah I linked it to you guys, the Pinterest thing. This is what it looks like. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll try to describe it better now that I have a picture of it. Um, yeah, it looks very geometric with very soft iridescence to it. For the most it's part, very it's very... Gay. Yeah.
2: The castle said gay rights.
0: Yeah, gay rights. I mean, her name is Rose Rainbow, so it's true. Yeah. It it's still kind of clear in a way, but um you can't see what's inside the castle despite it being clear. It's it's almost like um as you try to look into the castle, it's like a mirror and it reflects on one-way mirror. Yeah.
2: Interesting.
0: And you come onto a cute little landing pad that's got um, like a very ornate kind of compass onto the ground, sort of look to it. Everything's got a lot of triangles here, lots of geometry, no circles.
2: Circles are forbidden.
0: Yeah, it's it's all triangles and trapezoids and shit. This
2: place sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Zero out of ten. No circles.
0: I want orbs. Where's or the orbs? There's no he orbs. You said here. there would
2: be orbs, Eggman. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, hey. Uh, hope you're enjoying episode 21 of Chronicles of Starlight. Um, this one was actually like a two-hour thing, and uh, I'm in the middle of editing it down to one hour, and then like cutting it in half. Well, no, more not not like cutting it in half making it 30 minutes each more like cutting the two hour into one hour segments which uh, is pretty obvious to you because you're in the future and I am currently in the past uh, doing my best (laughs) Uh, if you notice that there's been like a change in audio quality that's because this is like being recorded five or so months in the future when I realized I've been setting up my microphone wrong this entire time which is a fun thing to realize. By, by, like a year in, a year into recording. It's fine. I'm doing my best here. Uh I uh, another announcement, I have a full-time job now. So, I may not be able to release episodes uh consistently now. Uh depending on, you know, Because, like, half of my life now is uh, dedicated to, you know, like, a full-time job. But I'm gonna try to keep this a weekly sort of thing until the backlog is cleared and then it's gonna be, ooh, God knows what, probably uh, twice a month every other week sort of schedule for uh, this podcast. Um... But yeah, uh, thank you for listening to the podcast and thank you for your support. Um, if you want to continue supporting me, go to patreon.com slash Uh We've also got Tumblr. Um, my Twitter is chibicheesepuff as well. Same with my Tumblr. Um, be sure to talk about the podcast with your friends if you're enjoying it and you want somebody to talk to about it. Uh, Word of mouth is still the number one way to get people uh, into the podcast, so I'd really appreciate it if you guys could, you know, chat about it. Tell somebody about it if you enjoy it. But yeah, I think I'm gonna let you get on back to the podcast. Alright, and you walk in and you see this gigantic hall... Stained glass everywhere, depicting various parts of the mythos that you learned about in that play. Except, you know, a little bit more like artistrily done. Uh, maybe, maybe uh, someone who's got like um maybe like at least like uh, two years of art school doing it instead of child-safe scissors and a piece of cardboard. <laughs> <clears throat> and everything looks like it was like crafted with something in mind, like someone took the time to arrange all these pieces perfectly and uh the four of you because pumpkin pie tiger eye is coming with you because yeah he 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 he's definitely along for this ride as well um th- you guys come onto a gigantic pair of doors he knocks gently and then the doors Uh, part, just a little ways, just enough for you guys to open uh, not open, just enough for you guys to walk in, any kind of motions to you guys, and says, come on in she's ready. Oh, okay. I go in, I guess. The moment you walk in, you can feel this enormous pressure. It's not imposing or threatening in any way, but it does feel like you're being covered with pillows and comforters, and just, like, the big like the most biggest gigantic bean bags in the world, and they're they're, they're like just covering you um
2: but so that's it's just- like hmm? a hug box space
0: I guess it's like um a very gentle pressure settling around you,
2: Aha. huh
0: you step in and you see a gigantic crystalline throne with a creature sitting on top. That has a vague resemblance to something that you saw in the play before. That you could only assume to be Rose Rainbow. <clears throat> but they do not like look like anything else that you've ever seen in your entire life. They are extremely tall. They have a strange, geometric sort of style- stylized head. Um, very thin eyes. It's, it's sort of like... The geometry on her head sort of, like, narrows down and tries to mimic a nose, but it goes all the way down to, like, where the chin should be, and it just ends up not looking like a real face. Um, she's wearing these gigantic robes that that cover most of her body, but they also seem to have a lot of geometry designs to them, a lot of triangles. It's pretty much split right down the middle. Um and there's like a lot of layers underneath. Uh, there's all these translucent sheets of cloth and they made in layers that you can see like um a sort of rainbow that appears as she shifts around. Well, no, she you you just see a fucking rainbow. What am I saying? It's like um it's like a big huge fucking white dress and like the dress underneath is like a rainbow. A lot of descriptive words here, really painting a picture.
2: She is a rainbow.
0: She's she's goddamn rainbow, some kind of <clears throat> square rainbow, triangle rainbow, diamond she rainbow. She has no like circles. huge like shoulder pads on that like point upwards, and very 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 long
2: arms with very 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 long fingers. So you could say that she's the closest thing we have to a humanoid in this whole planet that we've seen so far. Yeah, but I wouldn't really call her a. A human? No, she sounds more like a kind of like alien. I don't know. It's evoking images of like the Flatwoods monster, more cryptid than a person. or.
0: Yeah, yeah, she's definitely something else. And as you get a closer look at her skin, it looks like it's made of marble.
2: No, I gotcha though.
0: She doesn't even move as a voice sort of just appears around where you think that maybe her mouth would be. Thank you. Pumpkin pie. Uh I will address your problem shortly. You may leave for now. I must speak with these three privately. And she lifts her gigantic fingerly hand. It it, it is it's very thin, very spindly, and she motions him away. And she looks at you guys. Again, it's it's kind of hard to Read her Don't worry, I actually wrote shit down this time Oh boy Yeah I'll make this brief Your presence means a failure on my part I have a connection to all Creations on this planet Yet you three are an enigma Where did you come from? Well more importantly How did you get here? This is a closed off section of space should be impossible to enter and I'm hoping you will be trustworthy enough to help me find the weakness in my otherwise perfect defense. Or I will disintegrate you on the spot.
2: <clears throat> well, uh, that's all very nice and good. Uh, I'm sure you won't like hearing this, but, um, as far as how we got here... Uh, we don't really know ourselves, some kind of incomprehensible magic that happens when we enter a certain dimension. We're uh, travelers. Not sure if you're going to be able to hear us say that, but no, we're not from here. Yeah,
0: nothing happens, N- no wiggliness, no wobbliness happens when you say that. Um, that much is clear. What I need to know is what magic
2: brought you here. Well, I'm uh, not certain. Not much of a magic caster myself, but I think we got here by entering somebody's- they're, like, attached to someone's memories. Mm. Not memories that they already have right now in the present, but memories that they will have in the future. At least I think that's how it works.
0: You can feel her eyeing you up and down. It's kind of creepy and unnerving. Uh, what do you two have to say for this? You seem like, um, Someone who has more experience with magic? What is your perspective?
1: Uh, I, I'm like on the same boat because I'm not too sure how it works. I it just we get near someone while they're like sleeping and then we suddenly are transported to where they came from and we see the events leaving, leading up to the demise of their world.
0: Well, that's new information. What demise?
1: So I mean it's the same for our world as well. Uh some sort of creatures that look kind of like a triangle, just uh like descend upon world and just eat all the non organic the non living things.
0: Hmm. Hmm. She ponders this for a second. Are you the ones that bring these things to these worlds?
2: No, that can't be. Because, well, even before we acquired this magical artifact, they threatened to descend upon our own home planet, which is gone now.
3: Hmm.
0: See, from my perspective, this this must be happening a second time, I suppose. The first time through must be the real one, and this one happening here must be a, a sort of like an echo
2: I, s- I suppose.
0: And the only thing different is you three.
2: Yeah, I suppose that could be a way to explain it. It's happened before, and nothing we do seems to be able to change the outcome.
0: Well, in that case, I'll try to explain this this space's defenses, and how it is closed off from the world, and maybe you'll give me some insight, and maybe we can stop it. clearly... I am missing something. You see, this is a sort of a, you call it a pocket dimension if you want it to be crude. More like a, a miniature experiment, sort of a social experiment. Although that seems very uh, cold and a lot less cordial than I would like to describe this as I very deeply love all of this that I have created. It's not um, so much an experiment as a home for me. I sectioned it off from every single plane that I could. And I set up this world just to see if I could. And I set up a people, a people who knew only kindness and love for each other, just to see if it would work. So far, it's been working i i I will admit the experiment is quite the success. Just I do feel that the end is beginning soon. Somehow someone was able to find out about this place. That's the only really thing I can think of only through knowledge of this world would you be able to decide to come here, which should be
2: impossible. I see. Well, before, we always viewed these monsters that came to each world as a a force of nature, perhaps. But maybe there is something controlling them. Though I don't know what. The person whose memories we unlocked, their world was eaten before ours. Yes.
0: Hmm. Then, time is a factor as well here. There is an order to these things, then. They aren't... Cosmically divined to do these things, they are hmm, perhaps through mortal hands they are made and brought on to these other uh, these other planets such as yours. <sighs> I see well, if you're dealing with a mortal enemy, then perhaps I'll be easier to deal with as those of my kind are not keen on listening to those below them. Perhaps you should keep in mind the order of things, the, o- the, uh, the order of these events and their occurrence. They might give you some insight into how to fix the problems that you see.
2: So you're saying maybe we should make, we should chart out what, what times these planets were attacked and maybe we'll find a pattern?
3: All
0: ripples have an origin.
2: Yeah, that would make most sense.
0: So, from my understanding, it sounds as though there's some strange transdimensional force that is bringing these things to these worlds that is out of your control.
2: Basically, <sighs> yeah.
0: Well, thank you for your help. But also, I just want to mention Duluthmos. To she does. Yeah. She, she she counts as royalty. Can
4: I fart? Does it count? What? Try it. Does farting count as embarrassing the royalty enough to get the relic sword unlocked? You are gonna have to try it.
2: I- <laughs> 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 This is an alien, y'all. You know? I don't even know if she know what farting is.
1: Is she gonna Thanos snap us if Luthmus does this?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: you have no idea!
2: Thanos... <laughs>
0: I fart. Wait, can I even fart? (laughs) Roll roll a constitution check to see if you've got enough gas buildup.
2: (laughs) Oh, that'd be awful if you were uh, a a species of animal that can't fart. But luckily, I think you're a chihuahua, right? So You're 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 a chihuahua.
0: Chihuahuas can fart. Yeah! Chihuahuas can fart! Uh, that's an eight. An eight? Ooh. You, you you try you kind of like clench a little bit and just nothing's really coming out god damn it um
1: what does loose mouth pass to
4: what the fuck else can i do to try and embarrass royalty while i'm like
0: some tiny shaking chihuahua she didn't pass her um <laughs> she didn't pass her passing gas check <laughs> <laughs>
4: i have no idea what else to do without like literally getting getting us banned or something getting us fucking
0: killed i'm sure you can figure something out Strip.
4: i'm already naked
0: i'm I'm a chihuahua take off your skin um
4: can i make a lick my joke i don't know can you can i can i ask can i ask her Can I ask her, does she know Ligma?
0: Is it good enough? (laughs) So, you're asking this holy creator who seems divine and also alien at the same time, do you know what Ligma is?
2: Yes. Is it embarrassing enough? You may embarrass yourself more than you embarrass the royal. (laughs) I
0: did not know what else to do. Um, is Ligma the power source to this magic of yours? Yes,
4: go lick my balls! <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I killed beings with a lick, my joke.
0: <sighs> I mean, part of that is, is that I'm already halfway dead. I'm sick. I'm dying.
2: Please don't die.
0: Rose Rainbow just looks at you in stunned Silence, and if she had a jaw to drop, it would be on the floor. <laughs> I check my sword. Your sword's glowing. <laughs> Did I do it? Yeah, it's like giving you thumbs-up emojis in your head. (laughs) Woo! I
4: loudly exclaim, Oh yeah, my relic sword is finally filled with
2: power! I can't believe this.
4: Guards, please escort them out. I'm sorry I had to do this. I had to unlock this magical sword's powers like this.
0: Yes, I see. Very important. How are we going now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The 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 guards are ushering you out the door. They, they, they put you back. On job, the, yeah, they put you back on the carriage, and you guys are like heading back, ha- having a grand old time. I dab. You you dab. You dab as the guards try to like tackle you
2: as you're trying to be dragged away. <laughs> Abby yes. looks off to the side like she doesn't know these two. <laughs>
0: They, 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 they put you gently back in your carriage, and they're like, Rose Rainbow will be in, um, in contact if she ever needs you
2: again. Bye. Yeah, I'm sure she will. I'm sure she'll love to talk to us again after this. <laughs> You're all welcome. While glaring at the two of them.
1: I did nothing. All I did was dab.
2: That's bad enough.
1: <laughs> I dab him again.
2: <laughs> Let's just stop
0: <clears throat> Alright So you guys take the same kind of trip home It's still nighttime. You guys could take a nap here Get some rest Maybe fill up some spell slots and health If you have used them Nope Okay And you guys are back
2: In town Yay I say uh well now what? That's a very good question. Should we, uh, maybe check up on Strawberry? Sounds if good. If she's not asleep, yeah. I forgot. Isn't wasn't this place supposed to be occurring during nighttime? Um, just after,
0: um, well, like, yeah, blah, 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 like, like just after dusk.
2: Okay. Well, I guess we can check on her if she's still awake. But if not, I guess we could just like it's it's just starting Sleep? to be morning right now. Oh. Okay, yeah,
0: then we can go check on her. I'm really hoping this doesn't shred my voice.
2: <clears throat>
3: <clears throat> oh, did you guys see the play last night?
2: Yeah, yeah we did. Your kids did a really good job.
3: Oh, thank you so much. I'm so proud of them. Yeah. Yeah, you should be. You you sound so ominous. I know you're not trying to be ominous, but it but it does
0: sound
2: a little ominous. Just so you no. know. Sorry, that's just how my voice is. But yeah, now that you the play's over, what what are you gonna do?
3: Well, I'm gonna do some gardening. I like doing it in the morning. It's it's a lot of fun. Um, very
0: peaceful. Nothing ever happens. And then something happens. Um
1: <clears throat> F this world.
0: Eh, yeah, not just yet. Uh-huh. Not just yet. Um, a familiar pink puff of clouds appears in the sky.
1: The Nautilus.
0: Yeah. Actually, yeah. It, 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 it opens up and you see the Nautilus coming through. It doesn't have all the shit parts on it that you recognize, but that that is 100% you're sure that's the Nautilus. What the... And falling from it is somebody. It's pretty far away. You can't tell at this sort of distance, but they make a loud thud with the earth.
2: What is that? Oh,
0: oh no! Oh no!
3: Something happened. Oh, that's so. Oh dear. Um. Oh gosh. We should. We should help her. Them. We should help them.
2: Yeah, yeah, that might be a good idea. What do you say, guys? Uh, I need—I should at least go out there and maybe help heal them if they broke anything. Uh,
1: oh, wow. yeah, let's check it out. Let's go. Something
0: did happen.
1: A familiar scene. An ambivalent omen.
0: This is starting to seem like the beginning of the end. But that's fine. Next time on Chronicles of
2: Starlight.